welcome back everybody to episode 208. We are at now of scene three. Uh, I am joined as always by my co-host Shane. I was trying to think of the number eight in another language and I could not think. Octo? Is that what, Latin? I don't know. So you can't have anything either good. I'm not multilingual. (laughs) It's good to be here. I was nearly killed by man flu, so we have to apologise. That's why we've been so far in between episodes. There, there was a bit of a layover, yeah, yeah. We've just gotten through the worst flu season well, in recorded had it, history. And yeah. then I had it. <laughs> That's right. So we had a very extended uh, period between <laughs> seven and eight. We're doing well. Yeah, so um, we're, uh, bear with us. We're still in slight recovery. You might hear my usual silky voice has got a bit of a rasp to it. It's slightly croaky. I, mm. I like it that way, though. I yeah. prefer it. Yeah, it's, I mean... Yeah, I guess. I mean, I've got a great voice no matter what. Who am I kidding? Yeah, that's right. Either way, you could speak backwards to me. Um, So what are we doing tonight? We're doing uh, movies with non-traditional cinematography, aren't we? Yes, I think I wrote with unique cinematography, but yes, I like yours better, non-traditional. Non-traditional, yeah. As as is tradition, we will make the title up as we go and you'll just... Get, you, know, whatever you get used to it, don't you? Yeah. yeah, that's all right. Our long-term listeners are used to us. That's right. Um, so I guess when we talk about cinematography, we are talking about how a film is shot, the framing and the look and the camera yeah. movements. Angles and angles. things like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, Even uh, the style of camera, I guess, as well. Yeah. To yeah, a point. That can make a difference so, yeah. in the visual context. Because um, like skater movies are always shot with fisheye lenses for some reason. Yeah, whenever someone's doing anything on a skateboard. Um, I guess, uh, you know, you've got, I should, we should talk about three movies we did mm. for the episode was, uh, end of watch, which is a, I guess we're calling, I guess call it, uh, it's almost documentary style. It's kind of documentary, documentary style. Documentary style. Yeah. Uh, you know, we'll get into the, the, the nuts and bolts of it later. Um, then we did Cloverfield, Cloverfield which is yep. a point of view of someone we're holding a camera yeah, and like following a, a the found footage around, type found of thing. Footage, yeah. I guess it's a good way of putting it. In. Uh, and then we did Hardcore Henry, which is kind of. Almost in a, a world of its own because the yeah. whole thing is shot from the POV of one character, the, yep. the POV being the point of view. Mm. And I think the, um, the GoPro has a lot to answer for for that movie. Yeah, yeah, but a lot of that was shot with the GoPro, I believe. Mm. Uh, GoPro 3, uh, GoPro 3. Um, and then obviously we have different styles of and techniques used in the more traditional sense, but yeah, those three are the ones we chose that sort of break away from that traditional. Yeah, very much um, different to your standard. Let's get a camera yeah, and stick it on a dolly yeah, type I of I think thing. found footage has become... It's a bit a of a thing. Yeah. in the last couple of years. Like, Thank you, Blair Witch Project. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was like, I mean, that was really 20 years ago, but it definitely spawned that, didn't it? Yeah. Um, there's so many horrors that are found footage and, um, yeah, it's a tough, it's a tough one to view, I think. Mm. Because like, uh, you got, you got to be mindful of, um, and I guess, uh, Cloverfield to a little bit falls under that category as well, found footage. Yeah. Uh, definitely in the, the sense that someone's following a group of people around with a camera. But when it first came out, I remember there was a big hoo-haw about like, oh, it's so hard to follow because it's all, you know, jumping around and the people were getting sick, they reckon. And I do remember that now yeah, that you say like it. Yeah, big claims, oh, yeah. it makes you feel sick and nauseous. But then you go and watch like a Transformers movie and like. Yeah. I mean, that gives me seizures almost, those Transformers <laughs> movies. Like the camera whirls in and out and. You'll be happy to know I, I pushed myself through the last one. Some um, of those big, some of those big sweeping shots in like Lord of the Rings, buddy, give me vertigo. Yeah, well, even the New Hobbits had a lot of like you know the the rabbit chasing scene and stuff like that. There's like in out in out. If you're sitting too close to a big, go screen, watch that sucker in IMAX. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, so I guess we're yeah looking at tra- non-traditional. I mean, I'm trying to think of other examples of Blair, which is a really good one. Like you said, almost yeah. the, the sort of founding father of it. Yeah. Documentary is quite nice. Like I, I like a good documentary. Um, who am I thinking of? This is Spinal Tap. Yeah, uh, yeah. I can't remember the director's name. See, I'm going to be a bit fuzzy <laughs> tonight. Uh, he makes all those movies. God damn it! I love him. He's a great uh, Christopher Guest. He makes all the you know the dog dog show, best in show, and stuff like that. They're a great sort of style. He uses that um, that style to its advantage in its humour, especially like this is Spinal Tap and stuff like yeah. that where they get to be stupid and to the camera they can be, you know, very human, very human in, their, in their approach to things. Um, but I can't really think of anything else that like I think Hardcore Henry is really in a world of its own with the entire thing being powerful. Like, the entire yeah, thing, the I, I looked into it a little bit and there has been some other movies. That, Surely some kind of weird experimental German film or something. Yeah, that, you know, again, no one's ever heard of and... I think I already alluded to it a little bit, my opinion of the movie, but I think for good reason why it's not a popular film yeah. technique. Yeah, yeah. Um, should we jump into that one? 
Should we go yeah. Hardcore Henry first? Let's go Hardcore. Because I'm, I'm chomping at the bit to tear it a new one. Yeah, yeah. Look, Hardcore Henry, um, directed and written by a, a guy called Ilya Nashalu, I believe is the way it's pronounced. Um, 2015 movie. The tagline was, first they made him dangerous, then they made him mad. Which mm. was, yeah. Sums it up pretty much, doesn't it? Hour and 36 minutes. That's right. $2 million budget. Actors-wise, you've got Shalto Kopi and Tim Roth, but you're probably yeah. not very recognisable because you know, especially Shalto's sort of covered in a lot of things. Um, and trivia-wise, as we like to get the old IMDb trivia to kick in there, it was Henry was played by 10 different stuntmen and cameramen. Uh, total number of on-screen deaths is 211, which is yeah. pretty good. Yeah, that's bad. not bad. I think most of that would have been chalked up in that, that final act. The final act, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a lot of deaths. Uh, filmed with uh, GoPro Hero 3 predominantly. So yeah. most of the film was done with the, the Go, GoPros at that time. Um, yeah, and the guy the guy who wrote and directed didn't really have any other credits except for a couple of music videos and stuff, which was what this film originally, there's a short floating around. I have no idea what it's called, YouTube, but you'll find it. It's like a guy's trying to escape with a briefcase and he's, you know, runs through rooftops. And the short is really good and quite powerful, but it's like two minutes. Yeah. Like it's effective and quick. So I guess quickly, the, I mean, could you sum the plot of this up? <laughs> oh, okay. So, yeah, Henry wakes up um, on a like an operating table, I guess, having no memory of how he got there. Almost like a video game. Yeah, and, and discovers that he's basically now a cyborg, um, pretty much indestructible, super strength. And he's being rescued. Yeah, released. and the, the doctor, as it were, that made him that way is his wife, um, and we have to... You know, save his his wife. Basically, gets kidnapped and yeah. makes him angry. So then he goes after it for not really any particular reason because he doesn't know that that's his wife. He doesn't remember that. Yeah, so it's his motivation. He goes from I, zero to a hundred real yeah, quick. Yeah, and this film has some. Uh, yeah, I'm not a big fan of it like you are. I mean, up front. Yeah. Um, and I think the reason I don't like it is because the the clever little gimmick of the hook that it has, where we're literally seeing the whole movie through his eyes. Yeah. It's good, but then after like the 10th minute, it's just like- It really starts to weigh you down. Yeah. It, I mean, I feel bad because like from a story point of view, everything has to connect it to everything he sees. Yeah. So you can't cut away to anything. You've got nowhere to go. Everything has to be seen through him. And there's some great gimmicks and there's some great, like the car chase part is fantastic and the stunts, like 150% credit to the stunt people in this yeah. movie, you know, where, where he jumps onto something and it explodes and it blows him back onto the other car and like you're seeing these stuntmen doing this with these goggles on there. I can't imagine what the behind the scenes would look yeah. like. Yeah. But there's no, like, the story is almost non-existent. It's like they had a full focus on how can we achieve this point of view. That's right, yeah. yeah. They've, they've come up with the gimmick first and then the movie yeah. fell in around it yeah. afterwards. It's the classic style over substance approach. Yeah. And which works as an art form. Like, Quentin Tarantino, some of his films are pure style over substance. Yeah. Um, but in this case, it's just, it doesn't, it, there's nothing that holds it together and connects it. And there's Like a, you said, straight away, the, why is he chasing this? He doesn't yeah, remember who she is. So what's... There's no he, emotional you know, attachment there. Yeah, and he's like sacrificing his life a few times. Like he throws himself into impossible situations. Yeah. And- there's a few times when you, when you speak about how they, they almost back themselves into a corner deciding to make it all POV because yeah. you see some questionable edits as well, like transitions between different scenes. And yeah. Yeah, some of it's very questionable. And like he gets knocked out like three times oh, or something. Yeah, like so often. Probably more than yeah, that. Yeah, probably I'm probably being generous there. Yeah. But um well I think we, we briefly discussed this outside the recording room, but um it took me two goes to get through it. Yeah, I was in a bit of a man flu fever. Um but I took a few attempts to get through it, yeah, yeah. which isn't normally for me. I can usually find time, sit down. One one thing that really pushed me over the edge was there's a part where one of his eyes, and I say that in inverted commas, yeah. comes loose. So you get a split-screen effect of one camera pointing forward and then one camera <sighs> pointing everywhere other than forward. Mm. Um, and that was so disorientating and hard to yeah. watch. Like, it physically hurt my eyes to sit there and, and watch but it. But I think this is what this film was. They were like, imagine this, and this would yeah. be cool. How would we do this? And, like, so technically the film's quite clever and yeah. very good. And like I said, I can't give enough credit to these stuntmen and some of the stuff they do. And even the stuntmen in the fight scenes and stuff, like to do all that, some of the stuff they do in one take is so yeah. impressive. And yep. uh, especially for a $2 million budget, like, what did I say, $2 million or $7 yeah, million? $2 million. Was, million. Yeah, yep. it's like, it's crazy, like, to get it. But yeah, like, I think the everything hinders on that yeah. all the time. Yep. And it's, 
No one's ever going to make another one of these films. Like, why would you? I, I, I don't mind the idea of it tastefully done. Like, yeah. let's have a bit of it if for the action scenes or some of the, Yeah, you yeah, know. yeah. Do like a, yeah, like the, yeah. that, yes, every movie does that. Every now, like Doom, I was going to reference it, which yeah. is quite good. But, um, and the other thing that, that really um, got to me was the fact that his voice module hadn't been installed yet. So he has no dialogue. <laughs> right. yeah. So when he, he's answering questions, it's either a yes or a no, which is a shake of the camera. Yeah, yeah, it's like. Yeah, and it's just, yeah, I found myself just groaning yeah. going, <laughs> They just keep putting themselves in these corners and it's just like, yeah, what are you going right. to do now? Oh, he gets knocked out and then he wakes up, you know. It's like, oh, at, yeah. at least with like a found footage you can cut away from the camera because yeah, it could be a secondary camera. That's right, the camera can glitch. Or the yeah. camera runs out of battery. Yeah. Like you've got somewhere to, to break up. You've got up, somewhere to go. Whereas this is just trying to be like foot on the pedal for an hour and a half. Yeah. Like there's really not a lot of scenes where it slows down. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it slows it's down of, to set the scene, to set the set piece, I should say. Yeah. And then the shit hits the fan, you know. And, and it like, always hits repeat, the fan. Repeat, yeah, yeah. Repeat, repeat, repeat. And again, no structure, so it's all just one repeat after another. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it comes across very um, video game-esque. Yeah, it's like very it's, much. They, they're almost narrating to you what's, what's going to happen. And yeah. This is what we've got to do. Like there's always someone in your corner like, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. we've got to go through there and you can do this and uh, and say, so, yeah, okay. Yeah. You're like, you, it's so led along as well. Yeah, and it's, yeah. I think with, you know, maybe 14 or 15 more drafts of the script, they could have got it to something watchable. Yeah, I just think you're always going to be stuck in that situation yeah. unless you change it so the point of view from like four or five different characters. Yeah. That could work. Yeah, I could absolutely. see that working yeah. in a film, like interconnecting stories and stuff. Uh, because the acting in it's great. Well, the I mean the Shalto Copley, um, you yeah, know, he's great in it, and Tim Roth, you know, they're great in it. I mean, but I think you know they're just having fun, like yeah. you know, rocked up for this. But no one's ever going to see this. We can do yeah, it. Yeah, like. well, just you know, they must have got paid barely much. I guess they yeah. have a two million dollar budget to do what their normal fee would be. But um, yeah, it sort of goes on, and he, he tracks down, and, and then you're right, it's like a video game because we find the big boss's lair, and you've got to go literally go up levels to get to the the boss and. Yeah. It does. The more I think about it, from when you said that earlier, when you talked about it, you were like, "Oh, it's like a video game." I'm like it is very much like a video game in the sense of like, "Here's go here, beat this boss, go there, up these levels, That's beat this right. boss." Yeah. yeah, boss gets away on a helicopter, ah. chase after him. You know, like boss appears randomly with your wife, going, "Ah, I'm going to yeah, kill her." Yeah, and then he disappears again. Yeah, I'd like to say it was all deliberate, but I, I, I get the feeling not. Some of it might have been, but not all of it. Yeah, uh, not all of it was deliberately done, like the tongue in cheek. Yeah. But I think ultimately that's what wears me out on this film is that it's just that style is interesting to me and it sort of starts mm. off interesting but then it just wears thin it, quickly. Yeah, it wears down really quick. Yeah, like you said, it would have worked better if, you know, you told the movie of this guy and then every time we cut to him in the movie, we see his point of view maybe, you yeah. know what I mean? But then tell this other story cutting in between those moments. Yeah. Um, because that is cool. Like the fight scenes and the point of view and that are good and stuff and – with the exception of that eye part you were talking about, like it's pretty easy to follow the action as well, like through the eyes, like when the car chase, like that's yeah. exciting, which is a good part, the first one. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's not a style that works for me, and it's certainly no. not something I'd rush out to see if you know I saw another one made. Yeah, I I just found it really disorientating to watch, and I guess when you when you observe life through your own eyes, it doesn't move like a camera. Like you don't have to rotate your neck to go and look at something beside you. You can just move your eyes. Yeah. Which, of course, when you're trying to convey that through a camera, you can't do. You have no. to move the whole camera. So. You can't do peripheral vision. Exactly, yeah. So unless you're a skater film and you do everything <laughs> through a fisheye. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that, that just really wore me down. It just, yeah, which is why I had to do it in two goes because it got to a point where it was almost giving me a headache. <laughs> I was like, I just yeah. can't watch this anymore. I was like, checked my phone and I'm like, I'm really, like when I watch stuff, I really put my phone out of my, because I hate people who watch yeah, movies while yep, playing yep. and doing Facebook. You needed something else to distract you for a moment. Yeah, it's like if the movie can't hold your attention, and I mean, you know, people are terrible attention spans this day and age, but yeah, for that I was like, I grabbed my phone, I was like, oh shit, I'm on my phone, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm not paying I'm attention. four minutes in. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, this is not good. So yeah, I took a, a moment or two, especially given the fever, the fever pitch. Yeah. But I don't think this director, I mean, looking at his IMDb and stuff, I didn't, he doesn't have much else lined up and stuff like that. So he's got yeah. a couple of video games, surprisingly. He, I think he wrote some story for some video games and stuff yeah. like that. Well, it makes sense. But yeah, I don't know. There's not much to say about it as a there movie. There isn't, yeah, because like, like we said, so much happens in it. I think what, what we find out at the end is oh, that yeah. this is like the little 
ruse they've been running. So mm. the wife is not his wife and the, the evil boss yeah. is the evil boss, but they're working together. Yeah. And the whole idea is that they tell this, you know, newly booted up cyborg that um, they're married to this, you know, woman and yeah. and now her life's in danger and they use that to manipulate this cyborg to do what they want. So that's kind of the story, which is where, how we end up at that that final act, the big fight scene where we've got, you know, a, what, 50, 100 other cyborgs that yeah, he has to yeah. beat up yeah. and try and kill. So, yeah, it's kind of, there's not much story there. They would kind of like look like they were probably going to do something clever, but then they just it didn't. It just didn't happen. It just fell, falls yeah. down. So, and then you get right towards the end of the movie, the only time you ever see his face is in a reflection That's of something right. as he falls over yeah. dead, I'm guessing. Yeah. Or rebooted. Re- or <laughs> out of batteries. you don't care because you've got no investment in this <laughs> character at <laughs> That's all. That's right. He's just down on the ground. Yeah, because you don't see him, you don't hear him, you just experience life, his life through yeah. his eyes. Through his eyes and that's it. Yeah. And it's not interesting. It's just, I mean, the again, I guess that ending was probably their focus. Like, imagine him fighting this many guys and this yeah. stunt and this stunt and you're like, but what about the story? Yeah. What about the characters? Like they just it get always so comes back to the story. If you don't have a good story, you got nothing. You don't even need a good story. You just need a story. A story. Like, You'd you know be happy with the bare minimum story. The story, yeah. yeah. Uh, but you don't really get that. So no. yeah, there's not much to really go on about this one. Yeah. So. In case you can't tell from me, it's definitely not a recommend. Yeah, give this one a wide berth. I would reckon. Like, I would mate, recommend just that, like. Go and check out the short film what, on YouTube. Watch the trailer. The trailer's awesome. Yeah, yeah. And then I mean, be you happy see all the with good that. stunts in the trailer. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So just watch the trailer and, and maybe call it a day. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, yeah, I can't see much more of that, you know, coming into the world, unfortunately. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough um, a tough kind of cinematography to pull off, I reckon. So Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's very effective in short bursts, but I don't think you can base a whole movie on it. It's just too, um, it's too polarizing. That's the word I'll use. Could, could use the word. Mm. That was 2015, so we travel back just a mere seven years in time. Do we have to fuel up the DeLorean? Fuel up the DeLorean, 88 miles, 1.21 gigawatts. Is it 1.21 gigawatts? Something like that. I'm upset if I've got that wrong. We'll have to watch it again. Right in. Please write in and abuse me for being wrong. Um, Cloverfield. Cloverfield was a huge movie in 2008. Mm. Something has found us. <gasps> Directed by Matt Reeves, uh, who is the man behind all those new ape movies that we've crossed paths with before in previous episodes. Oh, yes, yes, so yes. A very talented man, big fan of him. Uh, he did The Paul Bearer as well, which is my favourite David Trimmer movie. Hmm. I'm kidding, it's the only David Trimmer movie I know. <laughs> uh, written by Drew Goddard, who is a champion in the world. He has come from Buffy, Angel, Cabin in the Woods, uh, The Martian. He did writing on The Daredevil and The Defenders shows. Unfortunately, he did work on that World War Z, which is a pile of crap. Oh, I just say that black flag. <laughs> uh, movie clocks in an hour and twenty-five minutes. Love that mm. for a movie like this. Hour twenty-five minutes, fantastic. Pl- plenty of time. Yeah, twenty-five million dollar budget. Cast: We had Lizzie Kaplan and T.J. Miller. Which before they were even big, I guess T.J. Miller obviously he plays harder. He's the guy who's made a big Silicon Valley and yep. um, Deadpool. Lizzie Kaplan, who has gone on to do awesome, awesome things. She's been a great show called Party Down. I highly recommend to people. She's been in a ton of great movies. A um, bit of trivia I noticed was apparently the idea behind the monster is that it's a baby monster and so it's just become into the environment so that's why it's wandering around and stamping its feet and blah, blah, blah. It's having a, it's having a monster tantrum. And we were talking about the nausea thing and on the IMDb trivia it says 104 people recorded leaving cinemas from nausea. Really? I don't think this one's that bad. No, I don't think it was that shaky. I don't know if it's because like- Most people's heads would blow up if they watch Hardcore Henry. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I, maybe we've become more desensitised to it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't find it. Even the first, I saw it in cinemas. I remember seeing this in cinemas. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I didn't find it, yeah, at all. No, like, it's It's not that shaky at all, I wouldn't have thought. No, no, like it's, I mean, there's some big moments and stuff, but it's nothing. Like when, yeah, you get a couple of like when the monster attacks kind of things where the camera moves yeah, suddenly, but other I than that. I should set that up then. So the whole premise of the up. film is it's all told through a video camera that a bunch of friends, I think they swap cameramen twice maybe. You never really see yeah. the camera guy until the end. Yep. Can't remember his name. Um, cool white dude. Um, it starts off in like a trendy 
hipster, you know, b- apartment in New York City. Mm. It's a birthday a, party. A going away party? Going away party. Our hero or our lead character is going away, moving away to Japan. I, yes. I find it ironic that he's moving to Japan and we've got a Godzilla-style yeah, monster. Yeah, I'm, sure, I'm sure that's, you know, yeah. Um, <laughs> let, my put, let me put my tongue in my cheek. Yeah, and this was a, a big J.J. Uh, Abrams produced thing as well, I yeah. remember at the time. Um, and so that was a big tie-in because he had Lost and other stuff going on. So it's about him. He has unrequited love in a girl. He didn't tell how he feels, but now he's moving. So he, we've got a story. What? We've oh, got a story. Outrageous. Um, and then I guess a monster attacks, a big monster yes. attacks New York City, smashes the city up, and it's basically just about this group of friends trying to survive. Survive the night. Um, yeah. Survive the night and find, um, you know, as we learn, smaller monsters come off the big monster. Mm. Um, and, you know. Oh, there was, yeah, too. there was some messed up shit that occurred when the small monsters came off. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, when I first saw this, I had a real issue with the monster because I, I swear to God it's multiple monsters. Because it changes its size, its perspective, or you know how big it is. I didn't get that at all. I kind of feel like at the end it feels much smaller than it was. Like I feel like the end part might be a different monster. Oh, really? You know, when they're hiding in the tunnel and they come out, it doesn't look mm. as big as the monster that's like when they're on the skyscraper. And it's like, at you know, they're at eye level with the thing. I say eye level. I'm sure it has eyes somewhere. <laughs> um, but yeah, I really. Um, I really think it works well. It was a clever, especially at the time, 2008, it's a clever way to do a monster film, to break away from a traditional monster destroying a city film, was to yep. have this small, A, a smaller personal story, which I think is clever. Yep. So it's, we don't see anyone from the military. We don't get, well, we do, but we don't see them as part of the story. Yeah, you know? like it's just it's not someone incidental who's contact. Something yeah. anologist or something. It's, it's just average people, you know, trying to survive from a monster attack, which yep. is cool because, you know, most of these kinds of movies are like, Yes, Mr. President. Like, we don't see the president in this film, which is great because, this, you know, this kind of film would lean heavily on, oh, this is, uh, he's a first-year graduate studying science monsterology and he's the president. Yeah, right. Figure this out. and uh, So it's cool in that regard, absolutely. Um, I guess the cameraman's the, not HUD, is HUD the cameraman? HUD's the best friend, isn't he? Best oh, no, friend, Hud? that's right. Oh, I can't remember. Anyway, we're following the sort of the four friends and yeah. then they've got to go and get the other girl who's in another apartment and she calls asking for help and she sounds yeah. like she's trapped. And Yeah. So we just, yeah, we're making our way through streets, subways. Um, we have that awesome scene in the tunnel with all the small monsters that you were talking Where about. Where they chase them about, yeah. Yeah. The, so I, get, I mean, I, describe the monster, I guess. Oh, well, <laughs> the big monster is just the giant dinosaur. It looks like a T-Rex with a tail, doesn't it? Yeah, cotton or well, yeah. T-Rexes have tails? It's like, I just think Godzilla when I see it. Yeah, it's a bit weirder the way it moves, though. Like, it's, yeah, it's, mm, it's definitely you know, unnatural from another planet type. You, you mean as opposed to naturally occurring Godzilla? Well, Godzilla moves in a natural kind of way, like a man in a suit. <laughs> like a giant man in a rubber suit. a man in a giant suit. Whereas this thing, <laughs> I guess, is sort of, you know, its legs and stuff move. And I think it looks good, too. I, I imagine if, if, you're a, if you're a monster that big, I imagine stepping on a skyscraper is like us humans stepping on Lego. Yeah. So, like, that shit hurts, and you're like, ah, and that's why he's walking yeah, funny. Yeah. Ah, and then you lean into another one. And yeah, that's right. Mistake. And it just turns into, like, yeah. you know, oh, my life. <laughs> God, and then get really depressed, and the monster sits down somewhere. <laughs> reflects um, on what he's done. I found the special effects good. What about you? For the, the time, 2008, we're talking oh, what nearly special, 10 years well, ago. I didn't notice any. What special effects? I mean, the monster. Yeah. But it, yeah. I mean, yeah, you're right. You don't you, see you a don't lot of really it. You don't really see it. You, you never see it in all of its glory. Yeah, I mean, the it. most you see it's at the end, really. You see a swipe by of it. You see yeah. the little dudes more. The little dudes are good. And then, and so they, the yeah, obviously they kinda, explain the little ones because oh, they're probably they a little of, thing to. I, don't know, I can't remember where they came from, but they kind of hatch. I think they kind of like it falls off the monster or something, isn't there? Something yeah, where they say like, there was some kind hear of a radio and he's like, there's things falling off it or something. Yeah, and they're kind of like, I don't know, like giant praying mantis. They don't seem to have a purpose other than just like just the, humans up. Well, then it's like they um, they infect people with something because yeah, we, like have like we have a few people explode. Yeah, and then they explode. Yeah, because like, that's yeah. When, they, when they're in the tunnel and they're trying to get away from, which is yeah, a great scene. One of them bit them or scratched them yeah, or something. Yeah, and then they get dragged off and. Yeah, and like they explode behind, behind the curtain. Behind the curtain, which that's is really awesome. good. Yeah, because yeah. the army's trying to save people, but obviously the army knows what it, what's going on because kind of. Yeah, they grab them and pull them apart. The people who are infected and those who aren't. Yeah, so they've obviously had one of their mates explode or something before. Yeah, that, well, so. I imagine there's a lot of people getting stung. There was heaps of them in that tunnel, so there must be tons throughout the city. True, um, but it's a great, 
great like idea. Like I think it's really like that's why I give this film credit because it's a cool way to do a monster film. It's a different approach to a monster film. It's yeah. more original. And you you do get a little bit of the um, which I think is a nice break from the relentless monster action. You get like a camera glitches, like I said before, where yeah. you you see what was on the tape before, like where they. Oh yeah, we forgot to mention. So that. yeah, because um, so they're the, recording over an, an old tape. Yeah, which was the the day that the the dude and the and the girl spent together. Yeah, so they um, had like a one night stand. Yeah, yeah they had a one night stand, and then they spent the day going through New York City and doing yeah, stuff. Yeah, like being a tourist because he was going, he was moving to Japan, so they were doing things that he hadn't done before. Yeah, so he'd never been to Staten Island or yeah, whatever. Yeah, and, and it's kind of nice because then you see the. It's good because it cuts into cuts with it and it sees this is why this guy's so motivated to say Yeah, that's her, right. You know, it, it, it ties in, the, it develops the character yeah, and ties the story we've got stories, like, we've got all the things that we were just talking all about. All the things that movies had, need. Yeah, the movies need to, to go forward and to interest me and to keep me interested. So we obviously end up on a relentless mission to, is it Beth? I want to say Beth. Yeah, Beth, yeah. Um, To her apartment and she just happens to live on an unreasonably high floor number. <laughs> yeah, she's living like that. <laughs> the 80th yeah. floor or something. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. God. She's rich. Do we mention she's rich? <laughs> yeah, she's living in a penthouse. Yeah. Um, and they, they make their way up there and the building, that was a cool part, like the building's kind of half fallen over onto yeah, one another. Yeah, on top of the other building. So they yeah. had to jump between buildings and yeah. go down by the roof. Yeah, that so that was, was cool. pretty cool. I and mean, that, there's a lot of things that make this look big budget than it probably was. Yeah. I guess you could hide a lot with the low-res kind of handy yeah, cam looking. Yeah, you can sort of, yeah, dress it up. Thing a little bit. It so, um, and they find, the, they find their, their girl impaled in her apartment. She fucked up. Yeah, which, you know, the number one rule of finding someone impaled, don't ever unimpale them. Yeah, right? Like So they do that straight away. Just and so like brutally as well. Like she's got a metal rod sticking <laughs> yeah, through her guts. And they're like, all right, we're gonna pull you off. Ready? One, two, three. <laughs> just, she's screaming. Nobody in pain. stops to be like, yeah. wait, 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 wait. Do like, we have I'm anything to pack the wounds? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, I mean, I'm not a doctor, but I don't know. If I found you impaled, I'd be probably like I'll wait until we get someone who knows I'll what they're right doing. I'll be right back. Yeah, yeah. like I'll find it. I'll go. I'll just Google it. Let me just give me a second to go and figure this one out. But you're right. They're just in there like they just whip one, it off. Two, before she they treat it like a band aid. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then she's fine to walk. Oh, she yeah. walks and runs away. I mean, this this movie makes the cardinal sin of uh, and this. I don't know why this is always a pet peeve with me in horror movies in particular. But yeah, you take a metal rod through the fucking guts. And you're up and about five minutes later. It couldn't have just been that she was trapped in her bathroom or something because the building was falling no, in half. No, she like, had to be on the rod, but then there's no consequence from that. Oh, you know, know, like make her all anemic looking with white, like she's lost a lot of blood because she just had a fucking hole in her back and front. Like it's just, mm. I hate that. So it's like in horror movies, they, they fall and twist their ankle, but within an hour they're like they're running. Sprinting. It's like, no, you, you're out. You've you're rolled your ankle. Hobble. You're yeah, done. Right. Like, yeah. You're the, you're the lame one that falls off the back of the pack that the bad guy gets <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, right? It's it's very weird, but um, <laughs> I forgive it for its sins. I forgive it for its sins. Yeah, it's very gracious of you. Yeah. And then I guess they just try to head to the evacuation point. We get some cool uh, monster bridge action. Like, it's pretty convenient. Yeah. It's like, again, I guess if we're picking holes in this film, <laughs> like, this monster is following them around the city. Basically. This is it's a city with like, what, six million people in it? <laughs> Yeah. And they run into this monster a lot. Multiple times. Almost, yeah. And it's always like where they're going and it's there. It's almost like the monster knows their schedule. Yeah. Or it's got like a find me on my iPhone or something because every time they get there, <laughs> the monster rocks up and you're like. <laughs> the monster's got, got his iPad out and it's like, yeah. fi- find my victims. Yeah. But like I'm starting to think one of them's related to the monster. Like how does he know where they are? Or he, she, I don't know. It could oh. be a she for all I know. Could be a gender neutral. I don't monster. dare assume the monster's gender. Correct. Um, and then, yeah, we sort of get the end of the film, I guess, is, you know, we're down so to who's left at the end. Is there, um, is there only three of them left at the end? It's yeah. the dude, the girl, and one of the other girls? Is that yeah, all that's left? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they're but, stuck in the tunnel and they get buried. No, it's just her at the end, yeah. But uh, I can't I can't figure out if they, I guess that's kind of the point. They don't survive, do they? Does it say something at the start where there was no survivors? I can't. Yeah, because the tape was found. I it's like it was a military, you know, yeah. classified. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it doesn't. Because they get on, they get to their extraction. I assume point. She's, the monster eats her. Because the they're they're helicoptering people off the off the island. Yeah. So they get to that point, but the helicopter crashes. For again, I think the monster attacks it because it wanted them specifically. Yeah. So the helicopter yeah. crashes and the camera kind of falls to the ground and and then it just stops. Yep. Yeah. So, or the, hang on, 
I can't remember. They then they get to the tunnel at that point, then don't they? That's and right. Then, they're hiding they're gonna, in the tunnel. Yeah, because they're going to bomb the monster. And she does the goodbye thing. Yeah, because they're going to bomb the monster. That's yeah. right. She does now the goodbye thing. Yeah. And then the tunnel collapses. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm with you. Um, but yeah, the style. I mean, we should talk about the style, I guess, because the because we're talking about the style. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it works. What do you, what do you think? I, I, think I don't, I don't mind it in that context. Yeah. It still would have been a lot more mediocre if it was shot like a traditional If it was normal, film. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So in some ways it does a good job because it sort of elevates this film to being something that it's not. Yeah, well, it creates interest in other ways rather than the, you know, oh, it's another monster story, I yeah. guess. So Yeah, like you said, we don't see the monster really in its in full all glory. It's slow, I yeah. mean, they do a good job of slowly giving us more as we get further into the story. Mm. But I don't know. I always felt like it was two different monsters because they just the scale seems to be out of whack. At the end, in that last shot, it doesn't seem like it's the monster that was like you know standing next to us, eighty level skyscraper. Mm. I could be wrong. Yeah, I never, I never got that vibe from it. So yeah, I don't know. Just perspective, I guess. Um, I would recommend though. Yeah, I think it's worth it. a watch. I yeah, worth a watch, especially like if you're a younger person and you haven't. Never seen it or heard of it before. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And um, I mean, it's not it's not going to change your life, but it's a no. it's an interesting, interesting movie, film. It's, yeah. yeah, it's entertaining. Um, on side note, I recommend the the Cloverfield uh, number ten, the ten Cloverfield Lane. Oh yeah, because that's meant to be J.J. Uh, Abrams as well. That's a movie with John Candy, uh, John Candy, uh, John Goodman. Um, and it's a very good film. Very good film. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Weinstein at uh, Weinstead and. I can't remember the guy's name, but he's awesome in the newsroom. He's great. Uh, and it's set like these three people trapped in a bunker because there's an end-of-the-world event happening above top. And It's a great film, but it's meant to tie into the same universe apparently. Yeah, okay. I won't say much more because I don't want to spoil it, but do you know, it's a fantastic film. Do you know what made me remember and think specifically that this movie's about 10 years old yep. is how hard they were pushing Nokia down your throat? Oh, yeah. Because this was, of course, before the iPhone was really a thing. Yeah. So people are taking yeah. photos on like <laughs> flip out phones yes, and right, yeah. there's like Nokia branded everywhere. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, that was the... like, oh, that's right. Nokia was a thing. Yeah, like, they made flip out phones. <laughs> Before there was other phones. Oh, we didn't even mention the good scene with the head rolling down the street. I thought that was great. The Statue of Liberty head. Oh, yeah. Down the street. <laughs> yes. I'm thinking, I don't remember a severed head rolling down the street. No, but I mean, that's again, it comes back to those people. Like what are the chances are in the street where that head rolls down? <laughs> Everything like that's the only thing this this style of shooting makes implausible. What's, is it? Well, what's the chances they're on the roof when the fireballs start yeah, hitting? Yeah, yeah, everything they're in the perfect spot for everything, and they have more of an interaction with these monsters than anyone does. Yeah. Like you there's, know, there's other people uptown that didn't even know something was going on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's people across the across the ferry that were like, oh, I didn't know there was a monster yeah. attack. Well, look, it's a that's the thing. You don't really get many huge wide shots, do you? Really? Yeah. You know, so, yeah. And that's a good thing because using that again, using that style, you're keeping this as a personal story, so it's, it's yeah. working in that sense. Yeah. But yeah, definitely recommend for me. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Definitely mm. worth checking out, especially if you like giant monster films like you do. Yeah. I like, well, yeah, but this is like a decent one. I like the ones that are. You like the crappy ones. Yeah, that try, but just like Gatoroid versus know, Mega Python. That's what we do need to do. Some more of those. We'll figure that out. Uh, 2012. What a year. End of Watch was End our watch. third movie. Yeah. Uh, watch your six. Mm. Strong, powerful. I get it. Cop speak. Yeah, cop speak. Uh, End of Watch, I think it was, yeah, that was, I think I read something about that in the trivia where it's like End of Watch is what they say, a policeman who's killed in action. Oh, yeah, okay. Watch, it's also that. like when you finish your shift. Yeah. Out. Written and directed by David Ayer. Or Ayer. Or, or, or. Uh, very hit and miss with me, him. Um, mm. Directed Sabotage, Fury, Suicide Squad, um, and obviously wrote those films but wrote Training Day and SWAT and stuff like that. Yep. So pretty good. I mean, the, the Suicide Squad movie was a nightmare. I didn't really enjoy that at all. Um, Fury was great. I think fantastic. Training Day is a brilliant film itself. Yep. Um, one hour and 49 minutes, $7 million budget. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, Michael Pena, uh, Anna Kendrick, and America Ferrara, Ferrara, just to name a few casts. Mm. Um, Brian and Mike, who are, Jake Gyllenhaal plays Brian and Michael plays Mike, uh, two uh, LAPD officers. Um, they sp- Hot shots. Apparently the two actors spent five months doing like 12-hour-long ride-alongs with LAPD and stuff like that. Really? really Dedication. Like you get that impression though. Yeah. They, they're cops, man, in this film from the shot into the car. Um, and the word 
fuck is used 326 times. Nice. Yeah. It's good to, it's always good to have a counter. Shot in 22 days, which is uh, quite, quite, it's going to be a, <laughs> going to be breaking records with that. Yeah, I think he like yeah. He, uh, a is a good director, and uh, yeah, it's very no messing around. Yeah, yeah, yeah just yeah, let's get a lot into of rehearsal. It. I get the impression apparently that's what Suicide Squad's like. Like they yeah, they talk it out until they don't want to talk about it anymore, and, and then, then they the just knock it out. Yeah, for it. Um, but yeah, the story I guess centers around two LAPD cops. It's LAPD, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah, that, yeah. yeah. Uh, one of them is filming stuff for because he's studying film class and he's filming stuff with a yeah. hand camera. But so he's got a handy camera. I think yeah, like, they've, they've also he got like a lapel p- cams yeah. like yeah. on their pockets and pins. Um, but yeah, it's shot and, and then you get the shot from inside the car and stuff like that. Dash Very cam. documentary. Yeah. yeah. Very sort of like how cops is shot. Yeah, um, absolutely. The and it works. Like this mm. is out of the three movies, in my opinion, this is the one. Basically, we just follow. I think it takes place over like a six month period. Yeah, it's just these two cops and the real shit they deal with being cops in the streets and the politics and the and the yeah. friendship, but the camaraderie and the brotherhood and rah rah rah. Um, but I think the having that documentary style helps this film like a hundred percent. Yeah. Like you feel like these two actors nail these roles. Like when I read that five month thing, I was like, "Yeah, no doubt," because these guys like you think they're cops. Yeah, you came across it's them the and you banter didn't and the way they like they, the banter, they interact the with each other, announce, the yeah. way they move each other, like you know the way they grab each other and stuff. You know, like there's there's, there's that yeah because they're quite um jovial um, when they're kind of in the car and when they're in yeah, the, the but when it's station, game time. but yeah, when they're on like and they've got to go into a house or. Whatever they're very yeah, yeah. Or if, you know they're tracking someone who could be dangerous you know yep. it's game face yeah, on switched get into on. and get into yep. it so yeah it's a it's a really good the style I think really complements that that nature of that film mm. very much so and um and then it's a nice added bonus having the stuff him filming some stuff you yep. don't see a lot of his perspective because you know, most of the time his camera gets taken off him because he's yep. not supposed to be filming a crime scene he keeps stuff, getting in so, trouble so. yeah 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 so um. Yeah, in that regard, I think it works well. But I, I mean, I really like this film. This, I hadn't seen this before either. I should probably—I did tell you that. Um, it's rare that we find a film that I haven't seen. Haven't but seen this one. Yeah. This one I hadn't seen before, and it was so good. Maybe like, we should do really a, a theme on that movies theme that movies Shane hasn't seen. actually seen. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, that's great. I haven't seen anything with Gatoroid in it. So if you want to do that one, um, I, yeah, I, I dug this film a lot. Yourself? Yeah, I really enjoyed. It. Out of the three, definitely was my favorite as yeah. well. Um, it was nice to to get a, I guess you because it's been like you say, it lapses over a six month period, so yep. the, you really see the characters changing over time yeah. as well. And then so, you see like their loved ones, and he and he yeah. and um, uh, John Hall's characters dating Anna Kendrick's character, yeah. and you know they get married, end up so getting married. Yeah, yeah, you see how like being a cop affects people's personal life and stuff like yep. that, and. That the you know yeah they have all these experiences and one of them's like that rookie cop getting the shit kicked out of her yeah and that sort of she quits the force after that and the other guy gets stabbed with the knife yeah in the eye that he's oh, the um oh, he plays the, I can't remember the actor's name David something rather he's the new Hellboy actually David Harbour is it and then he he plays the sheriff in that Stranger Things. TV show, which is awesome. He's great in that, but yeah. They rock up to the scene and he's basically yeah. got a steak knife hanging out he's of his, his eyeball. He's with a steak knife driven in his eye and he's <laughs> oh, just like, oh, I told her not to do that. He's like blurring. And, and they, they chase down and they find the other, the copper in the yeah, alleyway like getting the pound bloody out of her. Like Hawaiian looking dude. Yeah. Just knocking the crap out of this cop. Like, And she's like this tiny little 45 kilo thing. Yeah, and she basically, she quit on the spot. Yeah, she, just she handed her the badge. badge. Yeah, she, how do you know she's going to leave? And he's like, she gave me this. Yeah, yeah. holds up the badge. But it's a good, like, it sets the characters, you know, it's engaging. We, did, we didn't mention Michael Keaton, did we? As the, um, I've said the wrong name, haven't I? You yeah, know, Michael Keaton. <laughs> this. I was like, Michael Keaton's in this? No. Uh, as the um, As the lieutenant. You're thinking of other guys. That's Michael. He plays the, their, their boss. In the other guys, he plays the boss. Who's the boss in this? His name, I don't know, but he's a known actor. He looks like he's a Michael Keaton type. Yeah. You're going to have to look it up. I'm, now. I'm, I'm IMDb to, now. Now that I've made a dick of myself. Michael Keaton was in the other guys, remember, because he keeps referencing TLC songs. <laughs> I don't want you guys chasing waterfalls. It's like, you, might, you know what you're doing now, right? Um, yeah, so yeah, we, we get them while you're IMDb being, I will, I will talk about this movie. You take, you take this ship while I IMDb. <laughs> um, yeah. I can, and you I can about, edit like, this out later, right? 
So yeah, no, they they you know they learn I guess all the, the like the tropes of being a, a police and how your life's in danger. And then like you know um, Michael Pena's character Mike gets his wife gets pregnant, and they have a baby, so it kind of changes the dynamics of his relationship. And you know you have that great wedding scene. They go to the wedding, and she's like offering advice to Anna Kendrick, who's the new girlfriend. And you know like it's very funny stuff. And like you said, the banter's good. All the cops are there, and they get drunk and they're telling stories. And you know he's like blah 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 blah. Uh, which is really cool, um, but yeah, I mean, this thing's got everything I want. Like, it's it's character driven, it's a good story, it's interesting. Like, I feel dragged into that world. Like, you know, when you make a movie about something, like, and you want to drag the audience into that world so they experience it. So, I think this does it really well. So Frank Grillo apparently is Sarge. So Frank Grillo Sarge, yeah, that's right. Which, which is Old not at all how I remember. I'm telling you, you're thinking of the other guys, <laughs> which is a comedy. Pretty, it's a, it is a cop, it's completely different cop, movie. But it's a comedy, completely different. And he's movie. brilliant in it, and he has a second job at Bar Pen Beyond. It's fantastic. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know how I did that. The other yeah. guys, yeah. Well, I mean, this is very atypical as a cop film, right? Mm. Like it crosses all the cliches nicely. Yeah. But it executes itself so well, like. And it's, I think it's um like the uh, stylized, of course, but quite brutal yeah. as well. Um, oh, the violence is. Yeah. It doesn't glorify the violence. Like that knife in his eye is not, yeah. oh, cool. It's like, oh, it's like, oh like, yeah. And they find the oh, house with all of the They find the house with the body parts in it. It's, it's like, like, oh, oh man. it's just nasty. Yeah, and they kind of accidentally step on a DEA investigation and, you know, so they yeah. get their ass kicked a little bit for that. Which is kind of how they ended up in the predicament they ended in, I guess, is they were kind of messing around in, yeah, in stuff yeah. they probably should have been staying away so, from. So, I mean, given that end of watch, I guess, you know, the inevitable of, you know, spoiler alert, they're going to die at the end yeah. or possibly both. But, you know, um, they get – it's really scary that part. I find mm. the tension really high because basically they go to investigate or speak to a potential witness, but they're um, the gangs that are chasing them, the gangs yeah. have sent a, a bunch of guys after them because so – they, they, they get a bounty put out on them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, you know they they're in this tricky situation, like trapped in this block. Um, they can't call on the radio because the radio got shot. Yep. And so they got to run and try and hide from these like five or six gunmen and women that are chasing them. And it's really tension filled because it's not like they've got no safety. Like they can't just run into a house and be like, "Be quiet, be quiet." To you know, call the cops, call the cops. It's like yep. you're the cops. You, you are know, the like. cops. Yeah. And so they're running and running and running, and then obviously, yeah, we get the, the towards the end of the film. Yeah, well, he gets it. Kind of comes out of nowhere because you sort of ex- it's like they've gotten away. So they yeah. they've moved like a few streets away. They're in an alleyway, and yeah, and, you think, and you're like, oh, they're they're, they're going to get out of this, and then just boom, bang, yeah. yeah. So it's quite brutal. And then of course, um, you can't let the bad guys get away. So the, the cavalry rocks up, and they just annihilate those gangsters. Yeah, that's they right. That's right. They're all just like we're gonna, and then there's like cop cars and all the guns are like trained on them, and it's just yeah. like, just just like unloaded them. them. Apart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it is. It's very. Yeah, don't let your kids watch it. Yeah, and then obviously we learn that um, Mike dies. Yep, because he was covering over the body. Uh, and I can't remember John Brian. Brian lives, and yep. so you know, our last scene is the scene is the which kind of they they kind of um, that's like a bit of a reveal almost, isn't it? Because you don't know yeah, because he, he's lying die. on the ground and he's like trying to help him, then he gets shot in the back, and so yep. he falls on top of him, and you think, well, they're both they're dead. both out, but, yeah. And then you get that terrible sort of like horrible sinking feeling, of, you know, because his wife's there with their young daughter, and yeah, you know, Gyllenhaal's in an arm sling, and you know, beaten up and stuff from it. And, it's a pretty brutal ending to a like what I guess is kind of a semi-brutal film, but I guess yeah. that's the point. Like, you're supposed yeah. to be like, there's there's no yeah, there's, yeah, there's no, no happy forgiving. ending. No, yeah. no, it's, it's, there's no forgiveness. It's in just kind of. it's um, it's kind of like a, it's not a happy ending. It's like a not as brutal as it could have been. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's um, there's yeah, no it winners. keeps it real, which is good because the rest of the film is very grounded in a reality. It's a reality. Yeah. So for the fact that one of these, you know, one of these guys is going to die, his partner's going to die, like it's yeah. Yeah. It's like how the movie should sort of, yeah. It yeah. doesn't want to glorify anything, but it wants to show you. And like I said before, it does such a good job of pulling me into that world. Like yeah. I love when a film pulls me into a world I don't know. You know, I don't yeah. know what it's like to be a cop and 
but this film pulls me in and I get invested in it. And, mm. Yeah, more story, character arc. Yeah, that's it. Um, but yeah, yeah, all around, I think it's a great film. I think that style of documentary, you know, we have whenever they're in the car, we've got the three sort of shots there where it's him or it's left or right, and then there's a center. Yeah, they're almost like mounted dash cams, and so yep. it works really well and it complements the style. Um, I'm just trying to think what else the documentary where it works well. I mean, their chase scenes are good. When we're seeing them run down and they're chasing, we're seeing from the lapel mic on their on their collar and stuff like yeah. that. Um, it's all really quite nice. Like yeah, that that style complements the film greatly. Yeah, and I I think the the thing that um, is starkly different with this film over the other two is that there's more than one option for a shot as well. Um, so that gives you a bit of, I guess, a bit of texture. Yeah, for lack of yeah, a better you can word, mix it like, up. It's not like everything we yeah. see has to come through this one channel. That's it. Yeah. So yeah. it's not all just the one camera getting handed around, or which you no. get a bit of that. But then there's yeah. other shots they can pick up as well. Yeah. Um. So that I think that um that definitely plays in its favour, and that's probably why I enjoyed this movie the most out of all of them as well. Like the stories. Really good. It's a good yeah. story and it's well executed. They're just interesting characters too. Like yeah. they're really interesting to watch and they're they're really yo uh, bro. You know, I always talk about bro dudes in films. These guys are real bro dudes. Yeah. Um, you you, know. Well, you can tell they've got a genuine bond with each other. Like they, yeah, but underneath the fucking, oh fuck you, I'm gonna fuck you, mum, bro. Yeah. Um, there's like good heartfelt characters and like That's the wedding it. scene. You know, he's crying and he's yeah. saying, you know, we've got your back. You're one of us now, and rah 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 and. That's really nice, like, yeah. yeah, and adds to the good banter that you were talking about as well. Yeah, absolutely. So that's a recommend from you then. Absolutely recommend, yeah. It was good to see something that I hadn't seen. I'd always intended to watch it. I remember when it came out because it had those cool posters, but I just never saw it. And, but it kind of have. I get the idea or the feeling like it kind of came out in a bit of a run of of kind of brutal yeah, cop films. I feel like there was a couple of things, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, usually, it's, you know, it's one of those occasions where – when the film comes out, and yeah, like you said, there's three or four of those types of films. Yeah, and you're like, oh, yeah, not I can't possibly watch them released. all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'll forgive you for not seeing one movie. One movie over two entire seasons. Yeah, of, from when we've seen 2015. Three. Yeah, uh, we, yeah we, 12, 12. We've done two seasons. I finally found a movie you hadn't seen yet. No, I think it was one other one we did. Maybe one other one. I'm sure there was at least one or two I'm thinking of. Well, I don't know. Anyway, you recommend? Yeah, absolutely. I yeah. really enjoyed it. Dug it. When was the last time so. you saw it? When it came out? or No, this was my first time as well. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So I thought you'd seen it already. No. No, you just knew the style. I just knew, and, yeah, yeah, knew of it. Yeah, great. I never, never got around to it. Recommend. I used to be recommend. much more prolific with my movie viewing. Yeah. Do I like, used to be much more prolific with most of my things. You love prophylactics. I do love prophylactics. Sounds like prophylactics. <laughs> um, so both double recommends. Yeah. And you're right. Easily the best film out of the three we watched. Yeah, easily. Um, yeah, I guess that's our three movies we chose. That wraps up, wraps up our thing, um, Yeah, it's important, I guess, cinema, and sometimes I think you, you take it for granted, but it will affect your viewing experience. Like mm. a good cinematographer, I always feel bad for cinematographers because they never get any credit, but they do a <laughs> yeah. lot of the work and they're a big creative influence in the whole filmmaking yeah. process. It's like and, there's like one award for cinematography at the Oscars yeah. and yeah. that's it. Yeah. So you've yeah. got very limited chance yeah. for recognition yeah, it's not right. as a cinematographer. Um, because it can make or break your experience and yeah. it can certainly enhance, certainly distract. Um, you have to do it for the love of it. Yeah, yeah. But I can see now why, well, not necessarily now, but I, I get why the the traditional method is the traditional method because it yep. definitely works the best. Yeah. And while there there can be a slant and a take and whatever yep. on the traditional method, it's still very much focused in a, these are the rules. Yeah, you can play within those. Format. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like I think I read years ago there was some argument that there's only like 10 original stories in the world and everything's a variation of one of those 10 stories. And yeah. I think it's kind of similar with <laughs> yeah. yeah cinematography. Make sure you're pointing the camera yeah, at the yeah, action. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. But it, it's you know when you get a good cinematographer, it can make a world difference. On yeah. a, on a, well, a, because there's a lot to be said for actually framing up the shot. I think and yeah, the way I mean, you move it, you can or, make a cheap film look way more valuable with the right framing. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, cool. Um, do we know what we're doing next time? I, I won't know. say we've next got... week because we've got a bad track yeah, record. Yeah, we're of... still not quite at 100% either. <laughs> That's so. right. So. Um, yeah, I don't know. What are we going to do next week? We'll figure it out and we'll, we'll post, a, we'll post, post up, up about on, it. Yeah, we'll post up on the movies page. Movies that... I, I like the idea of movies that Shane hasn't seen yet. It's great. Just, I don't know how you're going to figure well, out what well, we're going to find three, though. That's I the still problem. haven't seen Battlefield Earth. 
Okay. And I want I desperately want to see that because I'm we, told it's like a really bad We movie. need Mick for that though, don't we? Isn't that his yeah, hated we, film of We'll of get all Mick time? back. Let's do that. Can Let's we work do on that. We'll can get we, Mick back. Can we get Mick back twice in one season? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can you can never Let's have enough Mick. Never have enough Mick? Once you have Mick, you never go big. Dick? Rick. Lick. Once you lick Mick, <laughs> you'll you never get a big eat dick. dick. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, let's get him back for it. You just need to find two other movies I haven't seen. There's plenty of movies I haven't seen. Um, I can't think of I'm one. Trying to think of my, <laughs> Battlefield Earth's always been one I really want to see because I'm told it's spectacular garbage. Mm. And I, you know, my love for spectacular garbage is so deep it, and it runs has, so it has strong. No bounds, the yeah. fire of a thousand suns. Um, and I'm just trying to think of other movies I haven't seen that, mm. I, know that I want to see. Well, you probably don't know the names of them if you haven't seen them. That's how. Yeah, well, that's the thing, though. I do do, like, I'll read about you, you stuff. You watch everything. Yeah, yeah I, but that's the I problem. You read Lego about Batman. it, and the, you haven't seen Lego Batman. No, let's no. do that. Lego I Batman, love Lego Batman. Earth, and we just need one more. One more movie that Shane hasn't Movies seen. Movies that I intend to watch but haven't. Um, yeah, I'll think of something. You'll think of something. I'll, 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 I'm all. We'll post it. And we're back. So we'll Lego Batman it. has one of my favorite jokes of all time. Yeah, yeah. I'm so keen to watch. I, I was <laughs> desperately wanted to see it in cinemas. Then the other day I noticed at work it's out on DVD already. And I'm yeah, like, oh, yeah, it's God out. damn it. Like, <laughs> it's out. God damn it. Um, I, think, yeah. I think me and the boys watched it once every day over the weekend. So like Friday night, Saturday and Sunday wow. we watched it. Yeah, it was, that's, yeah, that's a good. It was fantastic. And it'll, it'll counterbalance the bad taste of Battlefield Earth. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, yeah, the usual spiels that we can be contacted at. Yes, absolutely. Swing by the Facebook page. We're Scene 3 Podcast over on Facebook. Yep. And we've got our uh, email address as well, scene3podcast at gmail.com. You can swing by the Podbean page if you want to as well. Yeah. We're Scene 3 over there. So podbean.com, Scene 3. Um, yeah, those are the main ways you can contact us. Or as usual, you can stalk Shane, you know, put letters in his mailbox, that type yep, of thing. Yep, I've left my curtains open for weeks now. Yep. Come by. <laughs> I shower at four. And <laughs> Between the hours of four. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, any interaction, I'm all for it. Uh, we probably should, I think we've got a few guest hosts on the back burner that we should probably contact as well. Yeah, we'll get some more we hosts. Sort of, we like to keep them in the background. We're kind of well, like you keep, bad when, What do they say? Like treat a mean, keep them keen? Yeah, 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 absolutely. So, yeah, 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 definitely. We'll, uh, we'll sort out the next one and then we'll sort the one but after that. That's only if people are sick of just hearing us two, which I, I don't know how you could be. That's the case. That's absurd. That's yeah. Plus, we gave them that really big break where we were sick, so they'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's impossible. Ah, thanks for listening. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for listening and hope you tune in next time around. Don't stop believing.